For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. We're back. We're on the air. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, right here live on VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks, and we have a, a, a great show planned for you guys. I think we're going to have a good time. I, I forgot to run the bumper in the beginning, but you know what? It's always the same couple guys anyway. i got to get some more bumpers uploaded. I have so many of them, and I've just been lazy with it. But we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let it slide for tonight. Brady Hicks here with me as always. The lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Not much, Brady. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm I'm, I'm really good. I, I I'm full of energy. I, like I said, I think we're gonna have a fun show. Uh, I, I have a funny Terry Funk story. I'm gonna tell you in a in a minute, but uh, because I think you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, but before we do that, we have the one and only Maestro Professional Wrestling, Papa Stro. It's almost Papa Ween. What's going on, pal? Uh, getting close to that time, man. Um, I'm excited to be here. And uh, first, I, first of all, I'd like to say congratulations to Big E. He's the new WWE champion. So happy for him. Yes. It's been a long time coming. It's pretty cool. It, it's definitely cool. Um, until you think about the fact that he probably got the title so he can, with the New Day, lose to Roman Reigns in the Bloodline and Survivor Series. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, give him a shot, I say. You know, give him, give him the job as a... Uh, as that stripper once said during our Eddie Kingston interview. Uh, Ray Bogus, what's going on, Ray? <laughs> Tonight is a night of celebration. <laughs> Big E likes his title. Yes. Yeah, he hasn't won anything, has he, other than the tag gold? Oh, in the inter- yeah, the Intercontinental. Other than that, though. Yeah. He's finally at the top, lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kathy, uh, before the show tonight, uh, Kelly and I were sitting and watching the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring preview with Chris Jericho. The new the second half of the season comes out next week, and oh, okay. actually it comes out on Thursday. My bad. Uh, so it's Chris Jericho and these two guys who produced the show, and um, they're showing footage from like the upcoming episodes. And one of them, they have Terry Funk. 
I know you're going to get a kick out of this, Kathy. So uh, they're talking about FMW and like the violent, like the the exploding ring matches and the barbed wire on fire yeah. and all this stuff, right? And uh, <laughs> Terry Funk's sitting there, and he goes, "They tell me that the ring is going to explode." And he's like, and he goes, and I know these fans aren't paying 50 cents a seat, but, you know, put me in the front row. And then he goes, bullshit. (laughs) 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 It was just so funny, the way you said it. I I feel like every time I tell the story, it goes down in quality, but. No, that's sorry. Good old Terry. Uh, So, uh, yeah, so Big E, Big E wins the title. And uh, I, I, I did kind of call it, you know, because people uh, people were saying he was going to cash in on Roman Reigns. And it always made more sense to me for him to go after Lashley, you know, um, because why would you want to derail what they're doing with Roman Reigns for that? It's not like they had a huge investment in Bobby Lashley anyway. Just my thought. Well, no, I mean, you have a point there. I mean, they didn't. Everything they got out of Bobby Lashley was essentially, they were playing with house money. And this was a, this was a good time, and someone, they actually did something right. I hope they're going to screw it up. I don't know how. They're going to screw it up. They'll screw it up. No, they might not. Maybe not. No, they will. Yeah, they probably will. Yeah, they will. <sighs> they will. In the meantime, in the meantime, what a great day. What a great and fabulous day. And there's a lot of reasons to be excited about tonight. For example, uh, WWE announced today that they're going to have their annual draft. It's October 1st. Yeah. It's coming up this. So October 1st is SmackDown. October 4th is uh, Raw. And I was thinking about it. Does AEW have a bigger roster than WWE yet? I feel like it's close. I think it depends how you count it. Okay. Well, I'm counting it in terms of wrestlers. I, God. Stro, why is he like this? Well, how else is there to look at it? I said, do they have a bigger roster? So like, are you counting, so are you counting, like, are they counting TNA guys? Because the no. TNA is effectively, okay. But no. I think it's still smaller. Okay. But I was wondering, I was sitting there wondering today, would AEW benefit from a brand split? Because I think there's a strong argument to be made that it's made WWE better in a lot of ways. At least at least it should, in theory. You know, when the writing is working well, it, it makes it a lot easier for the writers. And they're able to do more compelling storylines for more wrestlers. If you think about it, without the brand split, uh, you've got people complain now about guys not getting enough exposure. With half the roster, it would be even worse. But there's the one constant with both companies. Con! For sure. They, they, both, they both have Con in both companies. Con, then. Running it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I don't know. I, I think there's something to that idea, Brady. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, do you really see them being able to pull it off though? Because for years, wasn't wasn't our very complaint on this show that the brand split is stupid? There's no distinction between them. There's no point in doing this. I remember 
I mean, I remember writing about that before I was even on the show with you. Mm-hmm. That yeah, oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a, a brand versus brand pay per view, and we all totally believe that there's actually competition between these two. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that they've always done it effectively, but I think the idea, if you execute it correctly, could be amazing. Like, for example, it always baffled me why you would have a, I think the pay-per-view you're referencing is uh, Bragging Rights, I believe it was called. Yes. A more recently Survivor Series, where they go head-to-head like that. Um, but to me, the brand versus brand should be taking place at WrestleMania. You should have champion versus champion every WrestleMania. That's the way to do it. It yeah. would be like your World exactly. Series or your Super Bowl. That's what they should have done from when they bought WCW. I'm not saying AEW would do that either, but I just I, I just think it bears mentioning. Because I think if you do the model correctly, then it could be a whole lot better than it is. In the AWA's case, it'd be... <laughs> Their final days would be Jake Milkman, Milliman, and Eric Bischoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brand supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or, uh, Major, or yeah, Colonel De Beers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to talk about that tonight, though. You know, can AEW, would that be something maybe maybe they should consider kind of looking at? You know, is that something that maybe could help them as that, as their roster gets bigger? Um, they certainly are going to start to run into the same problem that WWE is having, which is that it's very difficult to give all of these wrestlers time when you've only got, what is it, 180 minutes a week to fill. Well, okay, I'm not going to dismiss that just out of hand because that's just honestly that's a very valid point. I guess I would have. I guess I have more faith in AEW because when I watch Dynamite, I see I see lots of storylines that are still given attention. Yes, the roster itself is too big for the amount of guys they get on the show per week. But this is a non-political show, so I can't do the analogy I would normally use here. The Dark Order itself is a brand. <laughs> as big as yeah. they are. Uh, or I, <laughs> I could. I hate to say. I hate to say this, but you're right. Would you put them on AEW Dark? Could. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess maybe it's like. Like I see lots of storylines that are given attention, and I see I see AEW able to build lots of stories. Yes, the roster is too big, and yes, I think a brand split could help. I agree with you. Like if they did it correctly, I guess what I'm saying is I don't I don't see any reason to believe that AEW will do this any better than WWE did. I think. I think WWE's main issue with the brand split has always been that they're afraid to fully embrace it, you know? Um, It's always been, oh, well, we need to come up with these, like, stupid rules where people can 
appear on the other show. Or like, we need to change it up every so often because people will get bored with wrestlers and where that they are. Or, I, I don't know, like, it, it just feels like that their main concern throughout the whole thing is diluting their product. Whereas, like, I, I think if they looked at it, like, they could improve their product by doing this. And part of the problem, I think, is that their focus is about, um, like, they, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like, if I were going to do a podcast, and let's say I want to, no, that analogy doesn't work. I'm just trying to think of how to, okay. So, WWE decides what they want the outcome to be. And they essentially announce what they want the outcome to be. And then they proceed to reverse engineer it to show you every step to get to where they wanted to be. Instead of just having it like it is. Like, why do they need to have Raw and SmackDown people drafted onto the different shows? Why can't it be... This is SmackDown, this is Raw, and that's it. Why can't you just do that? And then randomly you just have people switch spots. You don't need to, like, explain every. I think they're way too... They're way too hyper-focused on the things that I think don't matter. So, I don't know if that made any sense. No, it does, but I'm going to help clarify it a little bit. So... Two things. I think you're right. At least in the regard Yay! of... Yeah, play the sound effect. Play the sound effect, Brady. Or not. <laughs> okay. You're harsh. I know. It's a tough crowd tonight. So, I... There we go. There you go. So, I agree with you in the sense that it, it feels like it feels like a bunch of kids were told, "Hey, go outside and play," and like all the rest of them, and like everybody else would just be fine. Yeah, that's right. And everybody else would be fine, like. Because like using a stick as a sword and saying, like, I'm a knight, I'm a wizard. They're just going to, like, run around. And then there's one I'm kid. McIntyre. Yes. <laughs> and then there's, and, and I'm too bad, and then there's one kid off to the side who, like, refuses to participate in the game until they develop this elaborate backstory for the entire kingdom. And that kid is WWE. Yeah. Like, I feel like that. Yeah. I, I feel like. Like, just do it. Yeah, like, just. Just go. Here's here's the thing. Like Nike, just do it. Oh God, it's such, it's such a low quality brand. <laughs> the New Balance friendly program, Stro. <laughs> so I'm a Reebok guy myself. I love Reebok. I see it a long time ago playing tennis in Converse. I uh, <laughs> I'm actually Skechers. I, I was. A, I wear the cushy New Balance now. So, to take Brady sort of what you're saying a step further, if they wanted to do a brand split, then 
what they need to do is go back in time and look at, and they didn't go back that far, 50, 60 years, and look at the pre-merger NFL, where you mm-hmm. had the NFL and the AFL definitely competing against each other. Right. And then needing to determine supremacy at some point. If they would treat it like that and not necessarily, they don't have to get into all of the minutiae details. But if they would just, they have to treat them as two separate competing entities. And I think that the, I think there's a mental block. And this is just me, you know, spitballing, because I, I know how people are, I see what WWE does, I am aware that they're a company. Mm-hmm. I think the mental block that they have is that on some level, if you're going to have that brand split work, there has to be a tangible disdain for the other side. Raw has to dislike SmackDown. SmackDown has to dislike Raw. That's why it was good and to have I Batista, because he would just run down the other side. That's right. So I think the mental block that they have is that, you know, I don't – they'll never – They'll always be too worried about damaging a brand. When in reality, going back and forth probably strengthens both in the long run. Sure. My thing is, I just, I just don't see AEW. I just don't see AEW viewing that differently. Yeah, you're right. Well, I'll tell you what. There, there's one huge difference, and and I think it's part of what kills WWE being able to effectively do it that I think that would be the, all the difference in the world. Uh, WWE's got to cater to two totally different rival networks with its shows. You know, Fox gets jealous every time USA does something, and, and vice versa. And, and um, in the end, I, I, I see this clash where WWE is going to end up having to choose between the two at some point when contracts come up. And I got a real feeling that Fox is going to win out. I'm not saying that that's for the best, I'm just saying that that is probably what it's going to be, just because Fox is offering more money and because it's higher exposure. But there's high risk with that high exposure, just being a network and everything, um, that things could change very quickly, like very, very quickly. Um, But with that said, AEW, it's all in a family, you know. It's it's TNT. Even if they move to TBS – Unless a situation develops like what happened with WCW 20 years ago, and I don't really foresee that happening, um, there's not they, – they can create disdain that's artificial and don't have to worry about the other side saying, hey, you're running us down. Like, I don't know that WWE can do that with Fox and with uh, USA, NBC Universe. That's definitely a roadblock. Yeah. No, no argument here. That's definitely a roadblock. It is what it is. 
And I'm curious what everybody else thinks, too. Uh, 914-338-1885. So that's definitely something that I think uh, we need to explore tonight. Uh, I, I also wanted to mention just a couple more kind of quick hits. Uh, first of all, Daphne – well, not quick hits, because that's later on in the show. Even though I don't have any right now. But uh, Daphne, we, we didn't mention it at all last week, and I feel terrible about it. So Daphne passed away before last week's show, and we didn't talk about it. Um, suicide, horrible thing, um, for sure. Uh, Lance Storm told this really funny story, and I, I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, but the thing with Daphne is, like, she was very successful everywhere she went. But she never went to WWE. And Lance Storm was talking about it, and he said something that kind of, like, really resonated with me, and I think it's, like, WWE's whole attitude. They didn't sign Daphne, Stroh, because they didn't like the screaming. They thought the screaming just, that like, that's a reason. And, and, and Lance Storm, you know, when he was talking with them about this and he recommended her, they said, he said, well, you know, she doesn't have to scream. She can do other things besides scream. Uh, no. So, that, so that's why Daphne never went to WWE, apparently, at least according to Lance Storm, uh, because she screamed in WCW. <sighs> they missed the boat on her. They did, I'll they say. Don't show Imagine that diva <laughs> division with her in there in the early 2000s. That would have been fire. Total, total idiotic. To it's been amazing. Pass up on Daphne. Yeah. Yeah, um, Storm also said Jer- Jericho recommended her, too, and they still wouldn't take her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And um, I hate to be like this, but how much differently would things have turned out for her, maybe? I mean, right. not that I'm blaming WWE for her death, but, you know, if uh, if she had something... For all those years, maybe she wouldn't have been as down as she was. She certainly was talented enough to be there, I think. I, just imagine the feud she would have had with Trish and with Lita and with Mickey James and uh, Gail Kim and Jazz and, and just Victoria, all these different women. It would have been amazing. And she was uh, young enough that I she mean, could have been a bridge to the next level, to the next generation. Right. Right. Can you, can you imagine her working with Paige? That have been tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved it. She was an awesome young lady. Absolutely. I didn't know her. It's, it's I, a yeah. Was. I mean, I, I met her at a WrestleMania convention probably 10 years ago, and she was very nice. I, I don't have a bad thing to say about her, but... You know, I can't pretend to be your best friend or anything. I just think it's a shame. I was a fan, and I, and I thought, you know, she definitely, they definitely could have used her. It's sad, though. Nine one four three three eight. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm saying mental, air, mental illness is very rare, folks. It very is. Real. It is. And she suffered through yeah. um, the, um, her injuries all by herself, her divorce from the one guy that played in uh, the band Fozzie. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. She had a lot of demons. I mean, just Who bipolar. Who doesn't, though, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But bipolar, everything. 
And um, I just really think that she didn't realize how many people felt <laughs> about her, loved her, um, as a friend, as a fan. Um, yeah. And it's sad that a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people. It's um, it's one of those things where I'm sure she didn't realize until it was too late, you know. And I'm sure the pandemic didn't help either, because you know, you're when you're kind of retired and you're done as a wrestler, like that's one of the few things that you really have to look forward to is like doing those conventions and getting out and like seeing all the old folks that you used to see all the time and networking and meeting with the fans and hearing what a difference you made. And it's like with the pandemic, there was none of that. There was just nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> I always said, and, and there are people who hate it when I say this, but I, I have felt this, and I stand by it. Um, I think that um, that the mental effects of the pandemic were way, way, way worse than any physical ones that some people had. Oh, no, Brady, you should absolutely not that. But there are people who get mad when I say that. Well, tell them to go fuck themselves. Well, (laughs) I'm nicer than that, but yeah. Tell them that they are brain-addled. No, that's great. We've done this show together, what, 11, 12 years? That might be the single worst thought I have ever heard shared on this show. Okay. Oh, not bad to lock. Not bad to lock everyone in their homes for a year. No, I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, right now Australia is the world's largest prison. I feel terrible for them. I don't. They voted for it. <laughs> well, we're not far off, so be careful. <laughs> Uh, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I not that I wanted to get political here, of course, but uh, I'm definitely curious no. what you guys think. I'm definitely curious. Uh, let's actually let's go to the phones real quick. Uh, we'll bring on Steve, who's down in Virginia. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, brother? Hey. Um. Thanks for mentioning Daphne uh, tonight. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't I believe I forgot her. last week. I only interacted with her briefly online, and um, very cool. But I could, I could tell, you know, in those moments she was having troubles. Um, it was very nice, like mentioned before. Uh, I've heard a lot about her having a match with Vicky Lyons, who only did one match. Yeah, and trained years for it, and Daphne like put her over. It was cool to hear. How nice she was! I'd like, I didn't hear these stories until um, after the fact. As a side, uh, and I was just thinking this. Uh, I know she never technically wrestled for WWE, but considering that they bought WCW and essentially took away her livelihood, um, and considering that they've honored other people who haven't actually wrestled for them, I thought that they probably should have had a graphic for Daphne at the beginning of Raw. Even if they acknowledged her as a former WCW star, I think they should have done something. Just a second. Yeah, I didn't notice. It would have um, been nice. Yeah, I did not catch Raw, but um, it was interesting 
seeing the love that Biggie got and uh, Mustafa Ali tweeted about Brody Lee because uh, Brody and Biggie yeah. were close friends, I think. Well, I saw the one guy from the Dark Order was texting, was um, tweeting back and forth with Biggie afterwards. Uh, Evil Uno? I guess because, yeah, I don't remember which one it was. I just remember that he was, and, and you know, they were just talking about, you know, Brody, basically. Because apparently Big E and Brody were, like, best friends in WWE. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how, how much he influenced a lot of people and uh, kind of changed the direction of AEW recently with all these signings. Do you think almost, and I don't want to like come off as like kind of cold here, but do you feel like Brody Lee has gotten bigger since he died than he was when he was actually with us? Yeah, that's somewhat accurate. Uh, I think it is. The legacy has increased. Not not unlike Eddie, honestly. Like, I mean, Eddie was huge, and 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 I loved him, and there were a lot of fans that really, really cared for him. Uh, but I think it took the recognition that he got to a whole other level. Losing him, um, Barry Wyatt called him as Terry Gordy, and that's like an accurate name to compare him to. I think like big guy under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And he was great. I mean, he was amazing. Yeah, so. I uh, was definitely a fan. <laughs> Wish I had uh, reached out online more, but um, definitely left a huge impression on a lot of people. And uh, uh, glad you touched on Daphne a little bit. And then uh, today is horrible news about Norm McDonald. I don't want to be a drag on your show, but that was another big loss recently in entertainment. With the uh, norm from uh, SML. Yeah, I mean, I, I I always liked the guy, and he was pretty young. Apparently, he was dealing yeah, with he was some in, stuff. So. Yeah, like he was in his sixties, but I didn't know he was battling cancer for all the time privately. Like, it's been just oh, I didn't either. I just uh, heard he was dealing with some stuff. Yeah, David Bowie had a similar situation where he kept it private. And it's interesting when you find this out hmm. after. Like, you don't know what yeah. problems they're going through. Um, Steve, we were talking earlier. Not, not, not to, not to, not to cut you uh, off, but brand split. Uh, we, we, yeah, the brand split. Do you think that's something that AEW could uh, benefit from? I think it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because, like, uh, if you have the brand split, then there's the possibility you can go the WWE route and have too many titles. Like, if they have it where it's uh, one women's championship and one sort of tag team titles, I think that'd be better than the current one in WWE. But I don't don't really mind two top titles, but it does um, go against tradition. Prior to the WWE, I agree. But I agree. It just depends on the title pictures. I mean, I I agree. I I said all along, you know, that you don't really have a world champion when you've got two world champions. Uh, you know, I, in in my head, 
um, the best version of the WWE brand split was the one where the champion went back and forth between the two shows, and it only happened for a couple months before they kind of changed that. Um, but I think they should have done it with all the titles, the world, the tag, the IC, you know, what the women's. They should just, the champion should go back and forth between the two. And if you want to do separate pay-per-views for the brands, just so that you know who the clear number one contender is, that's fine. But it should be like a condensed version of what the NWA was, you know? Territory to territory, the champion defending the title. That's that's how it worked best. But if you're not going to do that, if you're going to do exactly what WWE has done, which is to have two champions, Steve, then I think the only way to recognize a world champion is to have the two champions go head-to-head every year at WrestleMania title for title. The winner is the world champion, and they proceed to defend the one title on Raw and the one title on SmackDown from there. That's That's the way to do it. It seems like a lot of people don't agree with uh, I think I think that the I think Rampage would have to be I'm sorry, I think Rampage would have to be the second roster, but uh go ahead, Ray. Yeah, go ahead, Ray. Um, so I think that the uh I think that the Intercontinental title should uh periodically be defended in its home city of Rio de Janeiro. Well for sure. I, I think that should be well for hundred percent. Like, we gotta we gotta bring that back. And call it the Pat Patterson Memorial Tournament. <laughs> Don't I recall it being a big deal when the Intercontinental Belt was finally defended in Rio? But then Jericho went and like threw the flag or whatever and almost got arrested. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I thought I thought so. Yeah, Rampage would be the B brand for sure. I, I and. I'm sure whoever got put there would be a little pissed that they're getting the show with probably half the audience and, um, you know, the Friday night. But I, I think in the long run, I think it would be better. Just because they've got so many wrestlers under contract. Uh, when's the last time I've seen Adam Page? You talk about talk about how WWE misuses talent. They're going to have guys I, coming up, Steve, that are not going to want to re-sign with AEW because they're not being used. Adam, I think, is just taking a break right now because of family stuff. But uh, I think he'll get the title at some point. Uh, I know they kind of – I think they just wanted to delay it because of the Brian and Adam Cole appearances and and Kenny Omega. You know, I, I think they're just delaying that for another pay-per-view or another Dynamite. But, um, it could be. It just seems weird that he just disappeared. That's such a WWE thing, you know? He's here one week in the main event. The next week, you don't hear anything from him. And I'm worried as more and more guys sign there that it's only going to get worse. When's the last time? Well, I mean, I, I guess AEW just had a pay-per-view not that long ago. So, But beyond that, when is the last time you've seen a lot of these wrestlers? All these indie guys. Right, that they were part of the instrumental in the in the founding of the company. I'm talking like the Joey Janellas and 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 the Sunny Kisses and uh, so many of them that like they can't even scratch anything but dark anymore. And I think that's a shame. Yeah, I guess there's just my thought. Yeah, but at least a lot of the AEW guys can still work. Indie shows, right? Like, uh, yeah, they can. They and, have to, pretty much. 
Yeah, Sonny uh, Kisses, Brian Cage is all the time. It was, yeah, uh, so it was uh, John Moxley. I know, I know, I know. the GCW title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Brady, touching up on what you just said earlier, I know Melissa Santos was criticizing AEW about Brian Cage. How uh, he's not being pushed more past the, the Ricky Starks rivalry. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. one complaint I've seen recently. And then um, I love this Twitter uh, trend, this uh, Suzuki incident where his music didn't get played. It got cut off before the Kazi need their air peak and yeah. uh, having the match cut short for eight minutes. Like, that was funny, like, just seeing WCW all the Twitter trick. jokes about it. Yeah. That's the old yeah, WCW think, trick. They used, to, they used to cut their music before they even made the ring. And then, then uh, that's one thing I will, I will complain about. You know, George and me, though. Right, but, <laughs> hey, the timing, <laughs> the, timing was, the timing was definitely off because they gave Moxley so much time after the match, probably because there was a miscommunication. And then you just, like... Probably. They cut off Suzuki's end. Yeah, I wasn't so upset about that. I, I'm a fan of Suzuki, so if I was a if I was a paying fan of that show, I'd want to see the full entrance of Suzuki, and have a long match. But yeah, they're but in Cincinnati. You, 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 they're they're mock. He's country, not an AEW. So. Gu- I mean, he's not an AEW guy. You were lucky just to get him. That's why. That's Don't you why think? It's a bigger deal, Brady, because he's not an AEW guy. Because he's not going to be there every time. That's okay, why it's so a bigger deal. Than anything, he gets a bigger moment. Yeah, but you don't know him yeah. anything. I mean, the guy you're letting him, you're putting him on hey, your TV. They're He's bringing not doing him back. anything for you. Obviously, they obviously they feel different because they're bringing him back. Thirty dollars a month. They're bringing him back. Well, bringing him back with the Lance. I think they're bringing him back like this dynamite because they want to give him more time. <sighs> I think because there was a reaction to it. That'd be funny if the time that they gave him next time was during the commercial break. Uh, that's what it felt like this this past week. They did a break during the, the match. Well, yeah, it's the same treatment. This as time they'll we'll give him This time they'll give him Undertaker entrance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play yeah. his music through the whole show. <laughs> no, I mean like oh, I, I'm not I'm not joking about it. Like Alvarez was like I am. gave him more time. Like. uh yeah, give him the Undertaker time. Like, he's not going to be there every week. Well, it's okay. He's not going to win either. It doesn't matter. Like, if I'm a paying fan, I want to see the full experience of Suzuki. You mean, okay. Okay. I... I... <laughs> I don't know how to respond. Uh, I'm, I'm going uh, to die on the still every time. I'm afraid you are, and I hate to see you go. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're if you're a paying fan, then you should be excited that they have them on the show. Shouldn't that be good enough? Oh, I know. Oh, it's better than not the match having good. them. But hey, the match was good. I just wish it was didn't have that long period hear afterwards. Song. Like. And it's not just this incident. There's been timing issues before with the with the barbed wire explosion thing. They had a lot of time there, and 
Oh, yeah. Uh, in the, even the all-in uh, pay-per-view uh, years ago, there was some timing there at the main event. That's the one weakness I see is you timing. Know, well, that's because they're trying to run a live TV program, and they don't have a whole hell of a lot of experience doing it. That oh, really well, is the bottom line. WWE's no, been doing this forever. I mean, most of the time they're they're fine at it. I'm just saying that's the only issue I've yeah. seen. And Tony Khan, I think, is the one producing it. And, He's been praised before about it, so it's just interesting when they do mess up. Like it's, it's sometimes it's easy to notice. Yeah, I mean, I I tend to be more forgiving of that kind of stuff, you know, just because. No, I mean, it is what it I'm is. Just, but the, I'm, the, glad, the, I'm glad he was on the show. I love exploding things but really. all out. Yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate. Okay. But yeah, his all out appearance was great. I thought the match was good uh, for what it was. You know, the Love the snowman table. That was a crazy, that was a crazy visual with the bloody eye, and the eyebrow. But um, I'm I'm just glad they're booking them again as well. Good say, stuff. Because it's cool that they're bringing in okay. New Japan stars, and I, I hope they bring in Tanahashi too, because I'm sure they will with that Moxley. I just want Japanese pool boy back. If they do that, I'll be happy. Uh, that went over my head. He's long gone. He's long gone. Got to bring him back, though. You could probably bring him back. That would be... Look him up. Or Milano Collection AT. There's another one. Yeah, he's doing... I miss Curry Man. Oh. I love Curry Man. When Brian... I know said when Brian Danielson... When Christopher Daniels had to retire, um, they should have done that. They should have had him jump right into that again. Ah, oh, Steve. No, Listen, could, Steve, we're up against no, a commercial could, break. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. Oh, um, it was uh, great to go uh, to a local show at UEW United Elite Wrestling and see uh, Erica Leah there and get to see her work. How's in, she uh, doing? Style match. I love Erica Leah, uh, by the way. She's she was amazing. a lot of fun. She, yeah. she came out. It was kind of cringe, but she came out to, like, fart sound effects music. And, like, so basically I, I got some interaction with her during the match and, like, got 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 some uh, offense on me a little bit in the corner. It was funny. And then um, when, she lost to when uh, she came out with the farting, when she, when she came out with the yeah. farting music, did she run to the ring? Was she gassed? <laughs> uh, I was saying online she didn't stink up the joint. And I, like... It's funny, I had some gas X shoes on me. Like, I had no idea this was going to happen, so I just pulled it out, and she just starts, like, uh, striking me. It was funny in the corner, and then, like, she just uh, threw it at Jordan and then eventually lost to Jordan, but it was a, it was a fun match, and it was cool to see a, a local. Who was the Jordan? Player. Jordan Oliver? Jordan Blade. She's, like, a Jordan Blade. Okay, player I got you. and wrestler, yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah, well, we're we're up against a commercial break, Steve, so I'm going to let you go, but thank you for the call, brother. Yep. Pleasure Todd as always. Nimmer. What? me Sayonara. <laughs> Take care. And uh, you guys, I, I, I see we have more callers. We're going to get to you guys on the other side. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation wrestling network.
This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and Seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. 
up in the room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just. Alright, I hope you guys don't get mad at me, but I cut off the theme song early. I hope that's okay. I'm only playing. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. Sorry, Steve. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> VOCNation.com. And uh, so happy to be with all you guys. Brady, Cavi, Stro, Ray, and you as well. Uh, 914-338-1885. Before we kind of jump back into the meat of it, Kathy, you got something going on this Saturday. Icons of <laughs> Wrestling. What's uh, yes, icons. the deep? Icons. Icons of uh, wrestling in Philadelphia at the arena. Um, some of the major stars are Buddy Murphy, uh, Jerry Briscoe, Deborah McMichael. Uh, trying to think who else is going to be there. Uh, Enzo and Cass. Um, and then at night, there's um, Battleground Wrestling. And they're going to have Brian Cage versus uh, Buddy Murphy. Or, I'm sorry, Buddy Campbell now, I think it is. Okay, cool. Uh, so real quick, so I'm looking at the icon schedule, and I'm just going to run it down for you guys. Uh, and it is packed. We're talking Kane and Layla and uh, 
God, I used to love Layla. Uh, Big Money, Matt Hardy, Mark Henry, Molly Holly, Rob Van Dam. You know, I went to a strip club with Rob Van Dam and Sabu once. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Bully Ray. That's That's Busted Open Radio. What? That's scary. It was fun, though. It was it was it was really fun. That was the night I was driving Sabu, and and we met RVD. We met up with RVD. Uh, Tammy Stitch, Buddy, The Gun Club, Aubrey Edwards, Bear Country, Mojo, Deborah, DDP, Calisto, Crystal Marshall. Wow, I haven't heard that name in forever. Paul Ellering, Damian Kane, and. Some of the Dark Order people, James Storm. No, no, I don't think so. No, no. No, they've been divorced for a while, I think. Or or if they were even married, I'm not sure. Chelsea Green, Rock and Roll Express, Ron Simmons, Deanna, Jeff Jarrett, Brutus Beefcake, Tennille, Marty Gennetti, Raven, Scott, and I'm just scanning now. There's so many. Taryn Terrell, Sabu. Hey, maybe I can go to the strip club, and there's a good chance I'll find Sabu and RVD there. Abdullah the Butcher, Bill Alfonso. I'm not allowed to now, Kathy. I live a clean life. Julia Hart, Barry Horowitz. Little Boogeyman. Is there a difference between Little Boogeyman and regular Boogeyman? Yeah, it's a midget. Really? I think that... Yeah. Did he get him half off? (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I think you should marry a boogie woman, and then they can have the little boogie man. Now, do you think when you're creating a little boogie man, do you think? Boogie you just, like, Do you think you just like like? Does it work like a normal like person, or do you like fling the boogie? Like, how does it work? How am I supposed to know? I thought Ray would have an idea. I'm sure he has a comment on it. Sorry, I was reading about the history of Ace Hardware. Maven, um, Maven, the Blue Meanie, Tony Atlas, Mark Juntrak. That's the lineup. And lots more. Tony Atlas. Yeah. (laughs) I used to love when he laughed. That was one of the... Look, I know they never really did anything with it, but that was one of the... That was one of the best segments. Yeah, it was. That yeah, was one of the absolute best segments. The only way it could have been better is if they worked in his loving to lick women's feet into a storyline. That would have made it amazing. Oh, my God. Kathy, you remember. Didn't he ask you? Oh. Not me. Who was it? He asked somebody I know. I thought it was you. <laughs> no. Oh, man. You're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. I love Tony. He's a, he's amazing. For sure. Yeah, yeah. If they had put him, if they had put him on a commentary booth, that would have been money. He's amazing. Absolute money. He's amazing. Oh, uh, so Saturday, then. got another thing. Go ahead. Congratulations to Dewdrop on getting married. Okay. All right. Who'd she marry? Anybody I know? Huh? I think he's a wrestler out of NXT. Okay. I'll look that up later. Uh, So, Icons isn't the only thing going on this Saturday. ECWA's 54th anniversary show, Morganville, New Jersey, 
Sean Carr returning to challenge Michelle Ulala for the heavyweight title, and lots more tickets and information available, ecwawrestling.com. I'll be there doing the commentary. And, uh, Cheryl, what do you got going on this week, man? Well, Thursday night, WWE Retro, 19 Eastern Standard Time on VSDays.com. We'll be having part two of a discussion of some of our favorite wrestling promos through the years. So if you have a favorite wrestling promo you'd like to share, please call in. And then this Friday night, I'm a horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone, at midnight Eastern Standard Time, the big feature will be It's Alive from back in the day. Very nice. And then Saturday, I'll be doing commentary for Shockwave Wrestling's Sacrifice event being held at Craven County JC Fairgrounds in Newburgh, North Carolina. And for more information, go to shockwavewrestling.com. Beautiful. Lovely, brother. I, I, um... <laughs> Ray, I love the uh the, the Ray Stevens um the uh the, the promo from last week. Not Ray Stevens. Um I forget who it was now. Who was it? You sent the promo. Well he loved the promo last week at any rate, folks. I don't remember who it was, I apologize. But it was great. Yeah, it was this I think see it I think we we have a new segment for this show. It, I think what we do is we give Brady like a, just a dump truck load full of Benadryl and then have him watch like all of the WWE programming right in a row. And it could be Brady falls asleep and reviews Raw. I mean, it's, you know, right now I watch Raw while I work, so it couldn't be, uh, yeah, could be good. Because I, there was a promo in, a, in the ring, and then there were some guys fighting. I don't know. I was thinking it was Ray I Stevens. Could... I, I don't remember who it was, though. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> I shared it with Stro. He liked it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So, like, if you guys are still doing promos, I think... Another one that really jumped out at me, and uh, it, it kind of has become viral and almost a meme in a way, but the Scott Steiner math promos from TNA are something that definitely ah. definitely yeah. deserve being talked about. You know, you're talking yeah. about the – normally you have a 50-50 shot, but when you're in there with me, it's a 75-25 shot. You know, it's a triple threat, <laughs> so at best that's a third – uh, you have a third of a chance, but you actually have less than a third of a chance uh, because you only have a 25% chance anyway. And on top of that, uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe, Kurt Angle already admits that he only has a 40% chance of winning, so therefore your odds go significantly down, and that's just the math. There's something along those lines. It was amazing. Amazing. Oh, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Wait, Brady, were you talking about the promo that I sent? Yeah. From last week? That was the Crusher. The Crusher. See, I was thinking, yeah, uh, I just didn't remember who it was. Because it was, I was, that was tired. the Crusher. Yeah. Okay. It was good. He was talking about Bruno. 
Yeah, the donkey, and he looks like Bruno, and the sawdust <laughs> in there it looks like Bruno's brain. Stuffed animal, yep. Like a little pinata or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I was thinking it was the Crippler, because I, I was just confused and tired. <laughs> My bad, as well, the kids would say. Well, crippling is a major part of wrestling. It's the main part, really. Sure. Sure. Uh, you know. Yeah, like Chris Benoit, like, if you remember, he, like, he was so ultra-specific with it. He only liked to cripple Canadians. That's true. That's true. He did something else to Americans. Not not funny. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So yeah. So tonight we're talking about the brand split, and uh, you know the possibility. By the way, I I do get excited for WWE's brand split every year because for like two nights, Stro, it feels like WWE can't mess it up. And then of course they will. I I I, I hate to talk like that, but. Even, like, the order last year was, like, wonk. They were, like, taking, like, mid-carters in the first round and, like, main eventers later. It made no sense. I don't know. Yeah, the possibilities. <laughs> a lot of possibilities. A lot of possibilities. But I think AEW could benefit from it, I do. And, and we can certainly try and explore that a little bit more tonight if anybody else has steam. Uh, Ray, you, you brought up the other concept, and I, and I really like the idea. So Big E is the champion now. Who's going to challenge him? Who's going to be the, the next guy to challenge for Big E's title? I guess Drew McIntyre is technically eligible now, right? Because he just couldn't challenge Bobby Lashley. I think he could. I don't want to see him fight Drew McIntyre right now. Oh, no. Because no. I, I would like to see Big E have a sustained run. What about a friendly fire match against Kofi, being a former champion? If you book it right, it can make sense. You could have, like, Xavier Woods, like Miss Elizabeth out there, you know? Both their corners. (laughs) You make a pretty good Miss Elizabeth, you got to admit. I love me some Austin Creed. That guy doesn't get nearly enough credit for everything that those other two accomplished. You know who I, I, I kind of like him to, to see wrestle first? Because I think this would be the perfect guy. I'd like to see him wrestle Sheamus first. Really? Or Shelton Benjamin. I want, I want a safe title defense. I, I, they're not going to put... They're not putting I, the belt on Sheamus. They're not putting it on Shelton Benjamin. I just, I, I can't imagine getting excited for a Sheamus title match. Then maybe Shelton, maybe Shelton Benjamin's the guy. What about Cedric, if you're going to do that? I'd be okay with that. Okay. I guess that's why, and no, like, I can't, I, there's no world on this planet where I'm sitting around going, oh boy, tonight's the night of the big Sheamus match. Right, exactly. That's why I'm like, why would you, 
The guy would rather see Nia Jax challenge at Big E. Like, imagine her throwing him around. <laughs> Who has the bigger glue? Uh, but I mean, I, maybe, so, so, I, maybe you're right. Maybe someone like Cedric, maybe Shelton Benjamin, like I brought up. But, like, a nice, safe title defense first. And, you know, sure. if he drops it at Survivor Series, whatever, at least he ran with it for two months. But, you know, a nice... Something nice and safe first. Now, save, save Drew McIntyre. If you have Big E hold the belt until the Royal Rumble, maybe McIntyre fights in there. If you have Big E hold the belt till WrestleMania, maybe he maybe he fights it there. But that that feels like a bigger match. I just here's my thing. The shows kind of suck, by and large. So I don't want just paper challengers for the next four months until we get to a big show. You know, uh, bring on Randy Orton versus Big E. Give me Kofi versus Big E. I, I, I want to see this. I, I'm excited for what the brand split's going to do. I'm actually wondering if they're not going to swap. Ro- I mean, you know what, they won't because of the networks. Never mind. I was going to say maybe they'll swap Roman Reigns and Big E, but I, I don't think they'll do that just because I, I can't imagine Fox will be okay losing Roman Reigns right now. Um, no. But there's well, you, got, you got AJ and Omos, too. AJ, AJ and Omos. AJ would be a great challenger for um, – I, 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 Omos needs to go back to being the bodyguard, honestly. I, I, don't, I don't like them as a tag team. It's like – it's it's like the colossal connection, except Andre is horrible, and Haku is like the best wrestler in the world. And I do still think he's the best wrestler in the world. AJ, I, I don't I don't buy the whole Kenny. I mean, Kenny Omega is great, uh, but I don't think he even touches what AJ Styles can do. Not even, and I'm sorry to anybody who's offended by that, but that is completely how I feel. And for the record, I do think Roman Reigns should have been number one in the 500, but that's besides the point. They didn't even care what I thought, so. I, yeah, I, I love well, that now, Brady. What? Well, who's that more? No, I mean, I'm not venting. I'm just telling the truth, you know? Just telling the truth. I um I think Roman Reigns should have been number one. But anyway, I, I think that AJ Styles maybe would be a great challenger for Big E. I, what about Edge? Bring Edge back on Raw. Put Edge against Big E. There's so many different names. This is where Adam so, Cole would have been great, baby. Put Adam Cole in there against Big E? I guess I think of Big E versus AJ. Right now, I don't want to see that right away because right away, AJ that feels like an AJ win. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always saying the first month. Like I want a nice, easy title defense the first month. You want to have big. You want to have Big E just run through, you know, a bunch of names that actually matter. You know, have it start in November. Have it start in November. I I want. Big E, if you're going to get behind Big E as a real champion, I want him to have real challengers. 
I want Drew so McIntyre. I want Randy Orton. I, I, th- those are all the guys that he should be in the ring with because it's the only way it's going to elevate him. When Rey Mysterio was the champion, it sucked because they never put him in there with other main eventers unless he was losing. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I want, I want Biggie to have, to have meaningful title matches too. I just want like one month where I can relax and say, ah, he will remain the champion. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. And, and, like, and like, look, I mean this in the absolute most insulting way. Absolutely nobody believes that Sheamus can or should win anything. So, it's a nice, easy title defense. No, I want Big E to fight AJ at WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to bring on Derek McDonald as well. Uh, Derek, tonight we're talking about the possible challenges for Big E, and Ray is just salivating <laughs> at the idea of getting Sheamus versus Big E at the next big pay-per-view. Christ, that's not what I said. Well, here's the thing. Kind of what um, he's saying. I, I was listening. I heard you say Kofi, too, which just continues your dream of breaking up New Day. I don't know why. But, I don't want to um, break them up. I just want to have that match. I, I think the good thing about Big E is it, it brings fresh matches. Um, I think you can draft Edge from SmackDown, and that can be a fresh match. Um, I, I guess you could do him and Rollins, but I feel like they want to keep Rollins on on Friday night. But I, I heard AJ. Um, I guess Drew McIntyre before he. I think he's going to get drafted to SmackDown. So I guess you could do Drew before he gets drafted to SmackDown. Um, there's a lot of guys. It's just a matter of they have to build people up now. We had this conversation when Lashley became champion. It's like, all right, well, who are we going to build up and be challenges for Lashley? And he fought, you know. <laughs> He fought Drew McIntyre for, like, what, three months, you know? So they definitely yeah. have to build up challengers um, for Big E. And you brought up Adam Cole, Brady, and this, he'd be perfect. He's the perfect guy he to been. put into that situation. Yeah. And um, He, he would have been. Kind of, I, I think I put this in the chat. It, it sucks that he you – know, I know he's with his buddies now and he's an AEW, but he's just – He's on the same level as Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows now. He's, he's one of Kenny Omega's and the Bucks' buddies. Um, and I felt like he had a higher ceiling in WWE, but they wanted to turn him into a manager. So I guess I can see why he left. I'm, I'm holding judgment on that. I mean, that, that's where Me I too. think he's going to end up. But, hey, maybe they have him go 60 minutes against Brian, Brian Danielson and win. You know, maybe they, maybe they have something big planned. I don't know. Um, maybe he's the guy that beat CM Punk for the first time. I, I have a feeling that he probably wouldn't have signed just to run around with those guys in a group. I, I, I feel like he's got to have more of a more of a plan. I hope so. And it, it but, sucks to but, me but that... But we got the answer about what gang he was going to be in, at least. That's true. That's true. When I saw him stand with him, I was like, Brady was right. Brady hit the nail on the head. He's in a game now. Yeah. And Daniel Bryanson, um, he's going to be in the... uh, Daniel Bryanson is going to be with the dinosaurs. Yeah, it's... That's good. The thing that sucks for Cole... CM Punk will be with Sting. Sorry. I was going to say, the thing that sucks with Cole is as soon as he debuted and you had you start to get excited for him, he was overshadowed by Danielson coming out. It's like, yeah. well, here's the bigger star. And it's like, oh, you know, why'd you do that? But, 
you know, he's with his buddies, so I think he'll be happy. Mm-hmm. I do think, I do think once Triple H gets, you know, Triple H takes over WWE, whenever that is, I think Cole will be back, <laughs> and I think Cole. You will still be think it's guy. happening? Who else is he going to leave in charge? It has to be somebody who knows the business. Even if it's Stephanie, it's still kind of him if it's Stephanie, right? What if it's Nick Khan and he books it where he's a wrestler like Vince Russo used to do? I would hope Nick Khan, and this is probably a wishful thing, I would hope he'd be like, Vince, I know nothing about the business. Please don't put me in there. I think they just hired Khan to sell the company personally, but who knows? I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm overestimating the loyalty that that WWE's people have to the company. I just, I find it hard to believe that Vince would just sell his baby. But I I just saw Kevin Dunn sold like a million dollars worth of stock last week. But they've been doing that for years now, too, so who knows? Yeah. I I don't know. You know, that's what it is. They keep raising the price. And then selling it off to make profits. You know, that's really what it is. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is, I mean, it's smart. It's smart business wise. I don't know how. Whatever. It's fine. I, I just to go on the record here. Just so we're clear. I want Biggie to fight Sheamus and squash <laughs> him in about in about ten seconds. <laughs> it's been bothering the shit out of me. You. Brady, you're just sitting here taking up valuable time that Derek and I could be using to talk about this momentous event where yes. we finally get the big E title run that we've been salivating over for years. You put these ridiculous words in my mouth and you sit there, <laughs> you sit there on, on my computer screen slightly to the right, all <laughs> bald and weird. What happened? What happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, just, oh. just shake. Just shake these little baked bean teeth. You listen to me. Baked bean teeth? Yes. These little baked bean teeth. You listen to me. I want Biggie to fight Sheamus and just, oh, no, you stick that crow someplace else. And I want, I want Biggie to beat Sheamus in the Fastest, most humiliating way possible. So you and just want to run. Want, you just want to run Sheamus out of the territory. Yes, that's pretty much it. Okay. I, I, I didn't really get ulterior motives. No, I just want because <laughs> um, I want Biggie to get like just a just a power squash match. And I, I bring this up every now now and again. Um, I want Biggie to beat Sheamus. The way Ring of Honor used to have Skull Crusher Rashi Brown uh, beat Rashi random jobbers in the ring. Well, using your logic. Forever. Yeah, seriously. Using your logic, what about throwing Omos at him and having him be the only one that can go through Omos? Why do you want them to beat? Look, hold on. That's another thing I heard while I was on. Because Omos, because Omos isn't really good enough to be somebody that you build around. He's another great colleague. But, but the people, they seem to love him. Whenever he's in the ring, he gets a response. And I'm so saying, if Biggie is the that. only one that can beat him, then that's a feather in his cap. Yeah. You think it's time to beat and Omos And it's not taking now? anything away from Omos. Once he gets beat, it is. 
Yeah. Okay, another one, Brady, like, part of this is I want, I, can't, I want the Big East celebration to continue. Okay. Like, this is, I don't you understand. This is going to be a multi-show celebration of Big E Langston. Number, number two, I, I really hate Seamus. And so, what a great guy. That's what this really is. He just get his head kicked in by Big E. And after that, what I would like is for Langston to eventually end up building to a match versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Okay, that, that, and that's that good. A dream. That's good. I don't think you're getting that, but that's good. No, I'm 100% not getting that. Well, with the draft coming up, here I have a couple thoughts with SmackDown, and I'm curious what you guys think. Um, <clears throat> we're challengers for Big E, if, you, if you're going to move somebody over. And I think, obviously, they're going to have to move some kind of guys over. One name that jumped out at me, and I'm curious what you guys think, um, disregard the rumors about what they're going to do at WrestleMania, because nothing is set in stone. Um, we saw Jey Uso was capable of main eventing in and of himself last year when Jimmy was on the shelf. Uh, could Jey Uso move over and have a new show on each show? And have Jey Uso be the one to challenge Biggie? A two of us. You, you, you want to break up the best thing they have going in the company? Well, I think they could get back together at some point. I just think that... No, that I mean, no, I, I, I'm just saying, you know, that Jey Uso, I think... It is almost counterproductive to have him there right now because he established that, like, he clearly was good enough to be on his own. He didn't suck on his own when he was feuding with Roman. It no, never felt was, uh, like he shouldn't be in there. Main event Uso. Um, I think Just for a couple like, months. I think they like him being next to Roman. Um I mean, he could. He's more than capable in the ring, like you said. He he showed he's way he's more than capable in the ring. I just think they want to yeah. keep all those guys close together. I guess for the time being. Okay, here's another one, and the rumor is that he's leaving in January. Uh, what if you move Kevin Owens for the last four or five months in WWE? You have him kind of I going like into TV. I like Kevin. I like Owens. that too. I. I if it's Kevin Owens, well, it's his buddies again. He needs I'm gonna to be say, a bad guy I, again. Yeah, I, I say this every time, you know, AEW brings somebody in, but when is enough enough? I, I know I keep repeating myself, but he's <laughs> their buddy, so, yeah. I, but him, him and, I think him and Big E would be great. It'd be like if we had a rival podcast that, like, had John Garibadian and Ratboy and Dustin and, and – Tora and Mike and Malcolm and all these all these callers, you know? It's like, enough is enough. Enough is enough. At least we still have Justin. I'll get to you one second, Justin. Uh, what about Otis? I like Amy. I mean, they've invested a significant time in Otis. I like what they've done with him. I, I like, he's like Do, a miniature Vader, kind of. <laughs> you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of, like, King Kong Bundy Light. That's who he reminds me of. That's not nice. He's like about four and a half shorter, but he looks exactly the same. It's such a good comparison. He could be like King Kong Jr., King Kong Bundy Jr. King Kong Bundy Jr. 
That shit left right there. To me, Prince, Prince, Prince Kong Jr. <laughs> Prince Kong Jr. <laughs> can we call him? Uh, can we do, can we, like, like what WCW did with Big Show, can we bill him as the son of King Kong Bundy? I don't see why not. <laughs> Comes out wearing the King Kong Bundy overalls. The overall. giant is the son of Andre. <laughs> That's Andre's shirt, brother. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I mean, that's what I was thinking. There's always a chance they could move Seth Rollins because I, I do kind of think he's wasted. I, I mean, maybe... Yeah, like, I feel like Seth Rollins on SmackDown when they have such a good bad guy champion is kind of silly. But the problem is there's only two shows. Like, you know, you still need somewhere for Bobby Lashley and for, um, well, you need somewhere for Bobby Lashley, I guess. Oh, I got a guy. Um, what about if they turn Keith, Keith Hill on um, Keith Lee Hill and let him fight him? That's a big guy. I, I do I'm pretty sure yeah. have a great match. Why not yeah. do that? yeah. I, th- I thought that. I, I did think that. You know, it, it sucks that they uh, I mean, Jeff I, I Hardy did all right so with bad. that. It sucks that they use Jeff, Jeff Hardy so bad because a guy like him, that should be a position you put him in. He's a former world champion. Yeah. People know him. But they, they've made him, he's just a guy now. So, I, and, and speaking of just a guy, this is why what they're doing sucks and why, like, when we complain about it, it's like there's a reason for it. Because, like, Karrion Cross should be a guy, after having been on the main roster now for six or seven weeks, who could step in and have a program with new champion Big E and be a credible threat. And he's not. You know? Right now, he's just dodging the squirt gun, as they say. <laughs> it's You watch SmackDown and you watch Raw, and it's like it's... They're two different companies. It's like they're not even owned by the same yeah. guy. It's a, it's amazing. Well, it's the networks, you know. I I can't believe that USA is okay with SmackDown being so much better. They can't be. You have to. I don't think they are. I I think, and, and I said this earlier, Derek. I feel like at some point, it's going to come down to them or us. And WWE is going to like go with Fox because that's the bigger deal and the more high profile. I'm not sure it's the right move for them. Because Fox, on a whim, could change leadership and decide they don't want wrestling on Friday nights anymore on the network, and they'll yeah. be screwed. That's true. And they're like, oh, we've yeah. had enough. You know, that's a, I mean, that is a valid point. I don't... That is a valid point. I, part of me disagrees with the idea that Fox isn't the better move, though. I mean, it's... If you want to talk about what causes some of WWE's weaknesses, it's that they're so available on so many things that aren't ratings-driven, that aren't buys-driven. Like, like, yeah, lost product sucks. And frankly, why the hell should Vince care? Mm-hmm. If he's on Fox, that might actually... If he's on Fox, look, yes, there come perils with... There would come perils with being on Friday nights and um, being married only to Fox. 
But number one, TV executives like easy decisions because they're humans. Well, I mean, wizard humans, but they're humans nonetheless. I was going to say, like, exo-humans. That's kind of what they are, yeah. I mean, they're humans, but, like, not quite. Like, if you describe what, vaguely, what humans should be to, to an alien race, you like call them TV executives. Like, if you were to have a blind five-year-old describe what a human is, that would be an executive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing for me is that you, you really don't have to get a lot of people to watch to be successful on a Friday night show. No. Friday, well, night, is usually a, Friday night is usually a death sentence for TV shows. And I mean, I, 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 I agree they put with out, that, but... Yeah, I, I saw they put out a press release where um, SmackDown last week did like 2.3 million, and you know, that 18 to 49 demographic, whatever it is that they love, it was like the highest rated show in that demographic and, you know, Fox was all ecstatic. So for all intents and purposes, they're they're doing great numbers on Fridays for what Fox is looking for. But then you turn to Raw and they're doing a million less. Now it's still the most I think it's still the highest rated show in USA. <laughs> but I guess Fox yeah. considers SmackDown a success. But it's also the show that has Roman and Brock and Becky and Edge and stuff. So it should be the highest rated show on television because it has all the Exactly. 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 Raw has been existing with basically three guys for more than a year now. You know, with uh, with Orton, with Lashley, and McIntyre. That's been almost yep. their entire... And Charlotte. That's been their entire show. You know what might end up happening if they went to an all-fox thing? Like... There would there would end up being a definitive A and B show, mm-hmm. and that might end up being for the best. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that concentrates your stars in one place. You can't have win trade offs because you have too many guys that you're invested in on one show. Mm-hmm. And it forces you to develop, basically, I don't want to call them the B guys because that sounds insulting, but it forces you to develop those B guys so that you can always have fresh faces and legitimate challengers to your title defenders. I could get on board with that, I think. You know, I, I think it would be better for the long-term kind of Strategery, as George Bush would say. Uh, I think that um, I, I think that um, yeah, no, I, I think, and it would also serve to like condense the champions, you know, because um, you could have the mid card title on the B show, but basically you're trying to work your way up to the A show. Honestly, that's what NXT should be too, and I haven't seen anything from tonight, but um, I did. Was it, was it worth it? It, it looks to me, like you know from what? those commercials, it looks like something that's catered to a five-year-old now. You know what? It's um, <laughs> it's very bright, but that's because the show they had was very dark and gloomy, and I guess supposed to be punk rock. Yeah. Or whatever. But no more gold at all. They, 
No, it's all colorful. Oh. They took they took the established guys like Champa, Pete Dunn, and Gargano, and they mixed them in with some of the new people. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody who hasn't watched it, but I'll say this: it, they really, 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 really like Rick Steiner's son. So I heard that. There's that. He's the first face you see in ring, and he's the last thing you see when they go off the air. Um, Did he so, win the belt? No, he didn't win the belt. No. You want me to tell you? Won, okay. You want me to tell you he won the belt, or you want to? I, I'm it? guessing Knight won the belt, but I, I I don't know that for sure. No, it was um Champa. Champa won the belt. And, Good for him. Um, okay. The show, the, the show ends with Champa and Rick Steiner's kind of like a face off. Um, nice. Okay. So, which is if, if you're going to have it be developmental, that's what you do. You take these guys who you want to be stars, and you put them in there with guys yeah. who know how to work. So, if that's the direction of it, I'm okay with it. You know, I I was thinking about it, and and by the way, Justin, you're up next. Just hold on one second. Um, but they have made a series of like miscues over the last like year and a half, or now I guess about a year. Um, first, it was NXT. Moving them to USA mm-hmm. Network, it's great for ad dollars, but it just absolutely sucks in terms of, like, because that yep. just put more pressure on creative to come up with even more. Um, the other thing yeah. is selling the network. Because when they had mm-hmm. that network, that was their fail-safe and their insurance policy for these network deals. Because yeah. if things didn't work out, they could always just take their programming, go, go to the network. Most people who watch WWE <clears throat> would subscribe to the network. And they probably would make enough to, like, cover their costs with that. Even if it was kind of a bare-bones service, I I think it would have been great for them. Um, Now as it is, it's like they're basically beholden to Peacock, which is NBC, which is the same as USA. So Mm -hmm. it's just an extension of the Raw and NXT contract at this point. Which is crazy to me. And it's crazy that... They're so, even though Fox is paying the most money, um, it's so weird to me that they're so focused on Fox because USA and, like you said, NBC, it's the same company. You have two deals with them. You have the Peacock deal and the USA deal. You would think you'd be more worried or at least more conscious of what they wanted as opposed to just putting all your efforts into Fox. But Vince probably figures we're the best thing USA has going. Why would they get rid of us? But it's strange to me that they'll be happy prioritize Fox. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> man. But um, it's just crazy to me that they, you know, they choose Fox. You take Sheamus, <laughs> and you like it. Um, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. How did the uh, How did the wedding come off tonight? I'm excited to watch that. Dexter Loomis is amazing, by the way. Let me tell you, <laughs> I I, I, I don't guy. laugh very I don't laugh very often at uh. <laughs> At the weddings, it was. A, I enjoyed it. Everybody was great. Dexter was amazing. Did he amazing. cry? Uh, did he cry? No, he didn't cry. Uh, he didn't I thought cry. he might cry. Oh, like have like a single William tear. Re- <laughs> William Regal was amazing. Uh, Gargano and Candice LeRae were amazing. It was. It, I had fun. Yeah, it was good. That's cool. I'm glad that WWE doesn't care about all these losses. You know, like the, it's the fans that are worried about it, not WWE seemingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they're just willing um, to just keep rolling. You, know, you, saw, you saw the report where they said uh, Fox offered to, you know, help WWE bring in CM Punk, and this was just like, no, he's a headache. 
and he's asking for too much money. Yeah. <laughs> they just they didn't want hey, to be bothered I, I don't blame him. The guy was yeah. under contract and just stopped coming to work. I, I wouldn't re-sign him. Yeah. Yeah. I said the and, same thing when Rey Mysterio, like, forced his way out. Like, why would you bring him back? And, you know, I've, I've heard AEW. I've heard AEW. You know, we talked about how fans got mad when Roman said that Punk wasn't a needle mover and he wasn't Cena and he wasn't Brock, yeah. which is true. But um, mm-hmm. he's a god to those AEW fans, so they don't want to hear that. You know, he's their Hulk Hogan. He's their Stone Cold. He's their Rock. So Even if he's you know, not, maybe he's you think he is. I know, yeah. But yeah, they, you can't. Yeah, he's, he's the best of them. So. People got so mad at me when I said that Becky Lynch got as big a reaction as CM Punk. Like she so did. mad, you wouldn't believe the hate mail I was getting. Brock, Brock did too. Like, I know he did. Uh, now I know like it was a bigger crowd, but still. I mean, I, for a, for CM Punk to come out in AEW. And do that 15-minute – and believe me, I'm not hating on the guy. I actually think that he's really good. He's he's tremendous on the mic. He, he's it, It's amazing to me that he could step in and have that match having been away that long. I think he's good. I'm not saying he's not good. But there was no amount of creativity in playing his old music, having him come out to the ring, do the same promo he's always done, yeah. and then challenge the guy that he wanted to fight. There was no creative in that. They didn't even set up a feud. Now, I might be a little biased. And when they set up a few, it sucks. Like, why is Taz yeah. pissed? That was stupid. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, right. I, that's what I was like, why is Taz mad at him? He's like, he's like, and the Punk's like, what did I say about you guys? And he's like, you said it in interviews. <laughs> I heard you. Like, Come on. I I might be a little Come biased because I was in the building. But that, that, that little segment they did on Friday with Roman and Brock and Paul Heyman and the Usos, to me, yeah, there's a thousand times better than what they did with Punk in Chicago. It had layers to it. I it agree. Was entertaining, but you know it, it's Punk, so you can't say those type of things. People get upset. People, yeah. People want it to be so bad that it's going to be no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, and speaking of wanting something to be so different, uh, I you know, but it is what it is. Well, what's going on, Justin? How you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. So, good. <clears throat> so, uh, what's going on? Uh, just talking about that, just me listening to you talk about the whole WWE thing. Yeah. I, I think, I think within the last two years, WWE has been a sinking ship and it's, and it's just, they're too far, I think, I personally think they're too far gone and, there's just, I don't think there's any any chance of saving them. So, it's like anything. They're still like anything, now, right? Like to me, still, like to me, any to me, anything they throw at me, it's just like this is a waste. Of, this is this is garbage, and it's a waste of my time. Question, question. You know, they still they still have the highest rated wrestling show on TV. Is that a sinking ship? Because if AEW were getting 2.3 million viewers a week. People would be throwing the Tony Khan would never stop talking about it. They would they would think it's the Super Bowl if they did that. Yeah. You talk about a waste of time, Justin. What do you think about like instead of like maybe instead of callers, if we just like went on Omega and just started like randomly interacting with people? <laughs> <laughs> 
Where did that come from? Well, I'd probably find you on there. That'd be an easier way to get you, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> do you ever do Omegle? Nah. You shouldn't. It's not safe. It's, you, you need to, like, have, like, a secure connection because they know right where you are otherwise. Yeah. So I wouldn't do it. So get that out of your head. I don't even know why you would think that. That's not even in my head. That I so funny okay, good. that it was. It is really funny. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no. So what is is that? What is in your head? Is there anything in there? Or? Uh, that came out wrong. That came out wrong. Sure did. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things in my there's a lot of things in my in my mind. So. Okay. A lot of things, a lot of things and all that good stuff. You Any said, things you in said, particular, uh, or just things? Uh, I will, I will say, I will, I will say, I was, I was actually surprised with uh, NXT tonight. It was a for the last couple of weeks they had a good show. I'm starting, mm-hmm. to, I'm starting to like their, I'm starting to like it. I'm starting to like it, but I'm, I'm just having a tough. I'm having, I'm having a tough. Grip of getting getting on with uh, Raw, but I'm digging SmackDown too. Oh yeah, no, Raw, you need something to do. You need Raw, something to do wait, while you watch wrestling. Wait a wait a minute! You just told us everything they throw at you doesn't matter, and you just named two of the three things that they own that you like. Yeah, it's <laughs> mostly Raw. They suck. Oh, so all right, it's Raw. It's not WWE. It's just Raw. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump I probably mean, still owns it. I mean, I'm you know, me all I alone. Mean, I mean, I'm. I mean, I did. I I definitely didn't see uh, Big E cashing on Lashley. I was uh, I was surprised. I was like, oh wow, they finally did. Something. Really, he announced it before. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even. I don't even. I don't You're even pay attention social to social media. Social. Really. No, yeah, I, I'm, one, but I, I'm on. Me neither. I'm on. I'm on social media, I, but I don't even pay attention to mm-hmm. it. It's just like another fly on the I, wall. I, I never looked yeah, at it I don't either. Care. I just saw that you did that. I get. I get. I get messages from friends. I get. I get messages from friends or. He might have, Derek. Like I never finished SmackDown this week. I get friends that message me about different things, and I'm just like. Well, what friends? I'll get back Let's to Let's talk it. about your friends. Uh, my paranormal buddies. Well, not your friends. Do you have paranormal no. friends like ghosts? Where they let you down. Uh, no, I mean, I'm talking, I don't no. know. The guys that I... Uh, the guys that I... Uh, the That's going to be yeah, sticking my all night. Yeah, the guys that I usually go investigate with, we talk about different things, and we sent we sent back. What do you back, Last last place we investigated was Hanover Tavern and uh, Patrick Henry Scotch Town, which was interesting. Was Scotch fun. Town. Do they Scotch have Scotch Town? Uh, no, that's just the, no, that's just what they call it. That's Does Hanover have pretzels? No, that's just what they call it. Uh, Snyder's of Hanover. Nah, it's just a, it's just a tavern from like the 1700s <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, from the set. That's Ray. 
So how you That's been, Ray, not me. I'm good. So how you been, man? I'm good. You have a lot of callers on. You have a lot of callers on tonight. No, Ray, ch- Ray chased them all away. It's really just you and Steve. <laughs> uh, I still, I still, I don't have nothing bad to say about Ray. I still think he's okay. Even though, yeah, he even though, even 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 though, even though he even even though there's times he just does get under my skin a little bit, but would you say that Ray is life. a friend? No, nah, I, I wouldn't say that he's a friend. I would say he's he's a he's an acquaintance. An acquaintance. That I come oh. onto the sh- I just come onto the That's show true. and I just I just come onto the mm-hmm. show and just talk about. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, it's okay. Everybody yeah, but what's talks, what's the relationship with Ray? Yes. Ah, like I said, just an acquaintance. There it is. Yeah, where do you head him? You and uh, Derek, you guys <laughs> are cool. You guys, yeah. you guys are cool. I don't have, I don't have a problem with. Hey, hey. Me. You good with Stro again? Hey, yeah, whatever. I'm dead. You good with Stro? Hey, that's hey. it. That's it. That's uh, uh, first one. Uh, that's whatever. Every oh yeah. I get a bit though. Uh, hey, I'm, hey. I'm digging that. Mm-hmm. Digging that, Derek. I mean, it's supposed to yeah. be. I mean, it's whatever. I don't. I, don't, I really. I really. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we all. Hey, I mean, hey. we all. I mean, we all. I mean, we all fall into. Yeah, yeah, we all fall into yeah. like a. Oh. <laughs> uh, we what are we fall into? I said, oh, you know, I, said, I yeah, saw the other I, like, day and I dented the wall. I'm not even kidding. I saw the other day and I dented the wall. When I was younger, you, I'm really lucky I didn't cut my head through it. When I was younger, when I was younger, I was I was at the um, I was at the promenade in Cape May and I jumped off the boardwalk mm-hmm. um, and I landed on like the side of my foot and I've had bad ankles ever since. Oh man. That I mean, that I mean, like a skateboarding injury. So I'm just walking down the hall, and I step on the side of my foot, and and I already have a bad elbow, Justin, because of arthritis. Yeah, I've got freaking arthritis now for some reason. Yeah. So like, it's I step on the side of my foot, and I propel myself, and, and the stairs are directly in front of me, so I lean to the right oh to God. avoid falling down the stairs, and I just hit yeah. the wall, kind of like hip first, and I don't want to hit my oh. elbow because my elbow is already hurt. I put like it looks like it looks like if the wall were made of like silly putty. I put my ass into it basically. <laughs> I'm in where my ass is. Oh come put on! Put your back that's into it. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, way too much buddy. I mean, I mean, it's like the whole silly putty thing. The whole silly putty oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, God. I was a little too much to put your ass into it. That's just, uh, oh, a little too much. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine that was touching my but ass to save my elbow. That's amazing. Hey, Brady, are you okay? I couldn't imagine what? I said I couldn't imagine sacrificing my ass to save my elbow. That is, that is nuts. But no, it was hey, my, Brady, you know, it was more my hip. Like it was like a hip check. Oh, but like oh, the way man. the indent in the wall is, it looks like an ass. <laughs> it looks like an upside down heart. <laughs> you know what it looks like, and I, and I, I don't even know if it's like a PC word. So like, I, I hope it's not an offensive thing. I probably should Google it before I say it. <laughs> Everybody buckle in. Go ahead, Brady. 
I, it looks like a badonka dunk on the wall. <laughs> what? You have to Google badonka dunk? I wanted to make sure it was safe. I didn't know if it was a, an offensive word. Oh, I guess if you if you have a small ass, it is. But if you if you have a yeah, donkey okay. donk, I'd imagine it's okay. Oh. Well, I remember when I learned the word and I walked around pointing at people yelling the donkey donk. I they didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's. How is he going for it? You hear that? Justin, I'm gonna let you go because I think you're going for a tunnel. Maybe some Alaska. So you were saying? Instead of syrup, that'll do it. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You telling that you telling that story to, with with "What About Your Friends" by TLC in the background is the greatest thing I think you've ever done on this show. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that, that was amazing. I had another I had another great story today. So I was watching um The Dark Side of the Ring. They did like a preview for the second half of the season with Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And um he's he's sitting down with the producers and they're just showing different clips from the different episodes and they have Terry Funk and he's talking about uh, FMW from Japan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he says, and I can't do the Terry Funk voice because I know I can't do it justice, but he says something like, you know, well, these fans, you know, and they didn't pay 50 cents for their seats. He's like, they're sitting in the front row for an exploding ring match. And then he's like, bullshit. (laughs) 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 It's the funniest thing. It's just the way he said it. Uh, Kelly's not even a wrestling fan, and we just both bust out laughing for like 10 minutes over it. He's like, <laughs> bullshit. I can listen to Terry. I can listen to Terry talk about I can listen to him talk about anything. Fast fresh. One of my favorite Terry Funk quotes is when <laughs> he had like the hardcore match in WCW in the dying days, and he had a horse. And yeah. the horse kicked him, and he goes, "You goddamn horse!" He swings at the horse because the horse kicked him <laughs> yeah. in the side in the middle of the <laughs> That's right. Oh. That's right. He also had that match in the in the grocery store where they're swinging like loaves of bread at each other. That's right. Then he put like two yeah. Cornish oh, I forgot all about that. Them with him. I love Terry. What? He's the best. Yeah. Didn't he have, like, two chickens on each hand and was hitting the person with it? I love Terry. He's, I think he did, yeah. I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. Oh, let's get him out of the way then. I think this will be it for the callers. What's going on, Rat Boy? Uh-oh. It's a good day, it's a new day, and it's a new day champion, Big D. Woo, I was right on that. Rat Boy, who's going to be the first person to fight Big G, as you said? <laughs> the first person going to fight Big E. Let me see. I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. How funny would it be if Big E showed up on Dynamite? How funny would it be if Big E showed up on Dynamite tomorrow night and dumped the belt in the trash? 
Because I want to fight the real world champion. Trio oh. nigga, come down here. <laughs> you, 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 you think um, you think Big E's going to take that belt and take the SmackDown and SmackDown got two championship belts? No, no. He's, he's a raw guy. No, he's with he's with NXT. He's with NXT. He's with New Day now. What do you think of Big E fighting Kofi though? That might happen. Put Xavier Woods out there. Like, put put Xavier Woods out there <laughs> like Miss Elizabeth. How dare you? Put it this way. It, it might be a triple threat match at WrestleMania with the New Day versus New Day versus New Day. Probably not. At WrestleMania. All I know is... A triple threat match. I don't expect you'll have the belt by WrestleMania, do you? All I think I know so. Is they're, doing a, they're doing a King of the Ring in a couple a couple of months, and poor Xavier Woods is like begging. <laughs> He's basically begging them to make him King of the Ring, so... Right, and he was, like, the one who wanted them to do it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the one that was begging them to bring it back, and now it's back. It's a shame, because, like, Happy Corbin probably has a better chance of being champion coming oh, up. Don't, don't put that into the earth. Don't put that into the ether, Brady. Don't say that. Uh, I, I got a couple things I got to I, I gotta mention. Who's this man? Who? <laughs> Ooh. What do you got, Rapley? Okay, what I have is, okay, start off Friday Rap. night. Okay, mm-hmm. start off Friday okay. night. Okay. Did you call okay. him Straw? I, I think, what? I think WWE is going to be in Philadelphia Friday night. Yes, next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. But by 24. Saturday is... But Saturday, this Saturday, is um, I kind of wrestling at the ECW arena. I might be there. See some of my old friends, friends, enemies, not enemies, not not so many things I got. I don't care, but I will be there. Okay. But the biggest thing is that. But the biggest thing that is, (laughs) it's the 54th anniversary show for the ECWA, right here, up here in Freehold. Okay. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to say one thing, okay? If Mr. Uala wins against Sean Carr, I'm the next person in line. I'm the next person in line. For Sean Carr or for Mr. Uala? If Mr. Uala wins, I'm going after Uala. Mr. Uala, because he's too old to be in the ring. Oh, what are you doing? Well, you're older than him. Exactly. Yeah, oh. but there's one thing, though. Oh. But there's one thing, though. You're not a wrestler. I won't be, I won't be wrestling. Really? I'll be naming my wrestler that's going to be taking, apart, taking my part. Yeah, are you making oh, your okay. own angle? Ah! I'm going to find Work a boy. I'm going to find Work a wrestler. Boy. I'm going to find a. I'm going. I'm going in that dressing room to find a wrestler, and and that guy's going to wrestle for me. Okay. Here's what I want. I actually because um, I think they need to bring Brady back as commentator. I'll and, be there. And yeah, and then. I think Rat Boys against feuding with Brady, and then we get a Rat Boy versus Brady match. 
Like a weasel. Oh, Bret versus Brady in a weasel suit match. Yes. Oh, book it. Ah. Who do we have to talk to? I want to do an Iron Man with that point. You want to do a broad? An Iron Man weasel suit match where you guys see how many times you can stop each other in a very little That sounds horrible. Brady, you know we can do something for the Bad boy, you go to Icon yeah. on Saturday. You see Buddy Murphy. What do you say to him? Hi, mate. How you doing, mate? Hey, mate. All right. That's nice. Hey, okay. mate. Uh, hey, mate. I, I'm going to say, hey, mate. Why well, haven't you got to your girlfriend, Alexa Bridge? Huh? Did she break, <laughs> oh. break, break your balls and you your laughter? <laughs> they don't end it on happy terms. Why would you bring that up? Yeah, they're they're friends. Yeah. Oh, well, they're you friends. know, I don't know who broke up with who, but, you know, he might just tell the truth that I broke up with her. Rap mm-hmm. boy. If I pay for your airfare, will you fight Granny Holster for the Pet Trap title? That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Well, we, we, get, we, we all got to get together somehow, a, a convention or something, you know, so we all could hang out and talk about all this stuff. That crazy Wait, would you stuff, fight you know, Virgil right? in a meat sauce match? Yes. Yeah. Put it this way. I would too. Maybe 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 in a hamburger match. Maybe in a hamburger match. Yeah, that would be you. You are a hamburger match. You're a hamburger helper is what you are. Yep. Just a little hand. Hey. That's a mate. Like my young hand. But I can't, I just so can't wait to see, um, I just can't wait to see Sonny there, uh, this weekend. Sonny's going to be there? Just, 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 Oh, I am because because I because you, you never know. She might get locked up. She might get locked up. No, no, no. She might get locked up again. She's getting a real estate license. She's not going to be doing this forever. Oh yeah, that's true. That's what I need. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm sitting here looking at what I wrote down earlier. Do you mm-hmm. think maybe instead of instead of screwing up Stro's name and calling him the Straw, do you think maybe instead Rapper was <laughs> do you think maybe instead Rapper was referring to Daryl Strawberry? I doubt yeah. it. Oh, the, the 30 to 30 I doubt it. Wow. Raffle, what's for dinner tonight? What'd you ask for dinner? Yes. You look crazy. What did I have for dinner? Oh, I, I had a... Uh, Wait, can I guess? Let me guess. Yeah. Go ahead. I think you had... I think you had lean cuisine, meatloaf... <laughs> With lean cuisine, lean cuisine meatloaf <laughs> with butternut squash and green beans. What? Nope. Put it this way. I ate out tonight. I ate out tonight. We're all taking guesses, and I have a second one. Yeah, we're all taking guesses. Okay. So you have a second one? Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, did you eat, was it a box of cereal? Nope. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
Um, Rapport, here, I think that he, he didn't have dinner. <laughs> no, I think, Rapport, I think he went to 7-Eleven and you got like the little bottle of six corn dogs and you just microwaved all six of them at once. <laughs> they weren't quite done, but they were still nuclear hot and soggy on the outside. You're wrong. <laughs> what about your friend's What What do you think, Derek? What do you think? What do you think, uh, Rat Boy had for um, dinner? Rat Boy, did you go to Seven Eleven and did you eat that nasty chicken on a stick that they served? Oh, Ew, get out of here. Eh. Well, Even he won't eat that. <laughs> that stuff looks terrible. Uh, Do you have any guesses? A burrito and a Coke. <laughs> that sounds oh. like it. Eh. Uh, this way. Dog. I want, I want the bingo. Hot dog and a handshake. Hey, I want the bingo. I ate it out tonight. I had... Oh, did you have one of those jump pieces? Dog. Like the slice where it's like... No, hang on. Go ahead. I had, I had a, a nice big Burger King Whopper with, okay, with okay. onion yeah. rings and wow. a coffee. Onion rings. Oh. You're an onion rings guy and a coffee. 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 Kudos okay. to you for the... Every, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, to every single one of our guesses, more appetizing than the actual, than the actual <laughs> A Whopper and coffee? I was going to say, good for you for picking the calorie-free drink. <laughs> the coffee, yeah. yeah. No carbs, just caffeine. Was it black? Uh, Did uh, you drink uh, it black? Uh, uh, mom, I like my coffee uh, black. And my mom bought it. My mom bought it. I'll bet she did. How'd you drink your oh, coffee? Yeah, because black, you put green <laughs> sugar in that, some bitch? Yes, <laughs> you were creaming sugar. That's so big. <laughs> okay, you guys are talking coffee. Let me let me get the opinion of the yeah. panel. Let okay. me get the opinion of the panel because I've been informed that I am here to do this. Okay. I will go through the Dunkin' Donuts drive-through. Yeah, that's weird. I will order. Sorry. Go right 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 there. That's strange. <laughs> uh, but I will. Okay, here's what I get told is weird. Hold on, rap boy. Hold on, rap boy. Hold on. Kelly's got a dog, and when it misbehaves, I have to clap once to get it to stop. Clap on. Clap off. The clapper. I'll go to the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru, and then here's the part where I'm told I'm weird. I will order a large iced coffee. Black. No cream, no sugar, no flavors. Just... Black coffee, but immediately made cold by the presence of ice. Is that good? Delicious. Wow. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say you got a, an iced coffee and then had them heat it. essentially just watered down coffee. Yeah. I do that once in a while. Go across the by buy an ice coffee, buy, buy ice coffee uh, Starbucks and come home, yeah. put it in another cup and put it in the microwave and heat it up and drink it. Now that now yeah. that I no longer have a commute and I spend every day of my life at this godforsaken desk, um, I, I I make my own coffee in the morning, but I've been buying this, it's called Donut Shop Coffee, 
And it's amazing. Mm. It's like sweet, but I, and I drink it black because you don't really need to add anything to it. You know, it, it's sweet, but it doesn't have any sugar or anything. So I I, mm-hmm. I love it. It's amazing. Oh wow! You know who's going to be there at the at the uh, the arena? No, we went. I, I, I got. So who are you surprised? I ha- I'm surprised. Tito Santana. Arriba. Arriba. I'm uh, going to buy some tacos. I'm going to buy some tacos and and, and okay. go in. Me and him going to have our taco party. You, you know they almost built around him instead of Bret Hart. He'll tell you. I've heard him yeah. say that multiple times. You're right. I've heard him yeah. say that actually. It's true. Matt Hardy's going to be there too. Matt Hardy's going to be there too. I got to go see my boy Matt Hardy. He's he's not the fun one. He's big money. He's going to try and rip you off. No, he's not. He's going to get. Don't sign anything with him. Don't you sign anything with him? Yeah, I might have to. If the money's right, I'm going with big money. (laughs) Not me with. AEW as a mascot. I I, I dress up like a dollar bill and walk out with him. And throw money all over the place. Right, at least he tries to be entertaining, Rat Boy. You got to know, in my heart of hearts, I actually like Rat Boy. Sometimes I screw with him, but I actually do like Rat Boy. Is he your favorite? What? Of the children? <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to say yes, but only because I can't envision the show without him calling at this point. That's true. I like Rat Boy. I do too. I do. I, 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 do. I can't choose I, a favorite I, I, I miss. I miss John from Rhode Island, and I, I continue do. to want him back. I, I do too, but... He doesn't like I, I would do any. <laughs> put it this way. Put it he this way. Like I like to. <laughs> I, I like to do things make people laugh. Sorry. I don't make them cry. I like to make them laugh and let them, let them think about it. That's nice. I miss John from Rhode Island. But John used to get mad when he didn't get to talk enough, and then when you asked him to talk, he didn't talk. That was a problem. And then he would go on other shows and but, trash us because we didn't let him talk enough. He would? But what I do... Yeah. Here's what I miss. <laughs> I miss finding out about all of the hysterical moments. Yeah. I think he's on to it. Yeah. Hey, Brady, I got hysterical an idea. Down. Brady, I got an idea. What's your idea? My idea that... You come pick me up on Saturday. Oh, there you go. There you go. That sounds like a horrible idea. We go to e- we go to ECWA. Mm-hmm. Okay, have me somewhere sitting, and just give me the mic. Let me sing Happy Anniversary to Joe Dizzoli, and after Joe Dizzoli say, "Oh, well, I got to put up with this stuff," and he throws a cake in my face. If you can say his name right, I'll do it. What's the happy anniversary? Joe Gazzoli? All right. I'm not doing it. Roly-poly-oli? But but, but, if you don't want to do it, just tell Joe. 
Jerry Jerry. Ah. I don't know the new boss. Just tell him a happy anniversary. Fifty four. I will. Sure. I will, brother. Actually, I um, I'm not allowed to bring a guest um, because COVID is, is being fully enforced again. So yeah, I know. I'm not allowed to bring a guest. I know, and you got to wear a mask in the building. Well, I'm going to bring an air tank instead of a mask, so I'm just breathing my own air. There you go. Yeah, like a pat, like a pat machine or whatever. A pat smear? No. What is it it's called? It's what? Like the, the the air thing. Like, what is what is the machine that you wear this? <laughs> not called a pap smear, I can tell you that. CPAP. CPAP. Oh. Not a pap smear. Oh, That's okay. a different thing. Oh, and I got one more I got one more thing to say. It's not Russian. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Once my you're wife, done, I'm letting you my go. Wife heard me, my wife heard me say pap right. smear and she just yelled out, What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say uh. <laughs> I'm gonna say what a game that I seen on on Sunday. Let's go Eagles. Let's keep it up. We only won one game oh, so far. Oh, let's try to win. Oh, let's win it is, more. Let's win thirteen more. That's all we need. Thirteen okay. more. But let's not be obnoxious about it. Let's just be happy because I I learned my lesson. Do you like Jalen Smith, where boy? I mean, Jalen Smith. Jalen Hurts. Do you like him? Because it seemed like they wanted to run the poor guy out of town last year. And, yeah. And now Jalen Rose. The way I see him play, I, I, I like Hurts. Okay. He's a pretty cool guy. And I think we're going to get 13 wins yeah. this year. You know they play 17 games. All right. right boy, so they're going to be what? 14 yeah, I know that. Three? Okay. I know that. I said, we're going to win the 13 schedule, I know. That's why I'm saying 13. You know, they're only favored in one game. Right. You, do, you do realize they're only favored in one game, right? Is it, is it against my terrible yeah. Giants? It's going to be thir- you're going to win <laughs> the division for 13 games, and we're going to win the Super Bowl again. The Giants are bad. I'm sure the odds will change, though. Yeah. Someday. No, I'm going nice to talk to you, right? Yeah, okay. I love you. I got to go. I'm, yeah. I just got home, you know, from the bingo. Yeah. And, you know, I'm drinking you my, my Dunkin' Donuts coffee here. All right, yeah. brother. Have a good one. From yeah. Bristol. Yep. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, brother. Love you. Bye. Uh, Bye, brother. So, Derek, when your wife was nearby, she wasn't cooking a steak, was she? <laughs> No, she wasn't. I wish she was. Okay, good. No. <laughs> good. She, she was just walking by the room and she heard me say it. And she was like, what? <laughs> when you told her to make you a steak, that was like oh, the yeah, funniest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. Probably not she for take you. Some time but... into it. No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> I think I ended up making her a steak. Uh, but <laughs> All right. So we could try and do some quick hits if you guys want. Maybe think about getting out of here. Actually, this right. week's this week's quick hits come to us via uh, caller Stephen, who sends me fifteen links every five minutes on our chat. All right. All right. Kenny Omega won G one climax. Wow, good for him. <laughs> that guy that guy cannot catch a break. It's nice to see him get something. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I do, actually. Ken, Kenny's a good friend, all kidding aside. What? That's what he's, uh, he's the biggest star in the industry. This this actor Don Callis, he'll tell you. I mean, he is. He, I mean, he, he yeah. is. Certainly the biggest name outside of WWE. That's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I knew him when he was just a kid from Winnipeg. I remember when he first came to, like, the East Coast for Ring of Honor. I had, like, just interviewed him for the magazine. Hey, good guy. Good guy. Now, do you, do you remember All when, he wanted to do was when, bring video games to life. <laughs> do you remember when JR said, Kenny will never truly be a superstar until he goes to WWE? You think JR still thinks that? Um, probably. Yeah, knowing JR, yeah, the way he The question about, is, yeah, he brought it yeah. down. The, 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 the thing is, like, I, I, I think that's true, but by the same token, I don't know how they would treat him when he got there. Would he get the mm-hmm. AJ Styles or would he get the Jamie Noble? That That's where it's hard to know. Yeah. I mean, would yeah. he get Harley, would he become King, like King Harley Race, you know? I, I think the thing with AJ, because I'm like you, I still think AJ is the best wrestler in the world, even though he doesn't have five-star matches every week. But I think yeah. AJ came in, I think Vince wanted to book him a certain way, and then he saw him work one time, and it was like, wow. And I think that's all it took was Vince to see him one time, and he yeah. came over with him. And the other thing was, like, AJ, like, for AJ, like, TNA was an end to a meme. Like, he didn't yeah. want to stay with TNA. He, his goal was to get to WWE. When we interviewed him yeah. in 2009 or 10 or whatever, and you asked him, like, you know, who he wanted to wrestle, it, there was nobody from TNA. It was, like, a couple of the Japanese guys and Randy Orton and Rey Mysterio. Like that, and Shawn Michaels. That was who we wanted to wrestle. Now, when it's all said and done... <clears throat> Do you think he's going to be looked at more as a WWE guy or a TNA guy? Uh, probably, probably the WWE guy just because TNA doesn't have much of a legacy anymore. Very few fans, I think, kind of look back on that time period now. And now just imagine saying yeah. that 10 years ago. That'd be crazy. I know. It's crazy. Like, at this point, at this point, would you say that Christian is a bigger, like, TNA guy than, like, AJ Styles? Like, I, I would think about it. Oh. I can see the argument, but no. No, he, it, it's, it's okay. pretty much AJ, it's pretty much AJ, Kurt, and Samoa Joe, right? Like, those are the three guys you think of? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It does almost feel like, like if you went into, if you went, if you walked into an impact taping, I feel like it would be, I feel like it would be like an archaeologist having just discovered a previously lost city. And you're like going in and you like see, you see all these like vine covered images of days of yeah. long ago. There's some like there's like a cracked statue of Hulk Hogan off in the corner. Do, do any of you guys know? This is kind of unrelated, but like, do any of you guys know when AEW records dark? Because they're going to start doing it in the Impact no. Zone. They are. Yeah, it's going to be their full time home for AEW Dark. Oh. 
So they really are turning teams. I don't only ask because I'm going to be I'm going to be in Orlando next week. I think they started already. Okay. Because I saw um, what's the guy Brady mean you uh we had you had him on the show Anthony Green. He was at the yeah. most recent taping. I did see He's that. Sold. Yeah. They already started. Yeah. Okay. Now are the tickets free? Like they. I'm were just wondering what night it shows? is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same building. Yeah, the same. Certainly the same area. Yeah. Um. So, so we had Steve on earlier, and um. He was complaining, and I, I found that a lot of AEW fans are complaining, uh, because Suzuki's full song didn't play. Oh my god! <laughs> when he appeared for what? AEW. What? Usually that's not fair. What? You were lucky to get <sighs> Suzuki in AEW. Let's just exactly. be happy. He's, My God. He's probably that'd be like he's probably the biggest guy. Yeah. No, I said like that would be like Shawn Michaels showing up in WCW and you being mad because they didn't play Sexy Boy. <laughs> he didn't. He yeah. didn't do the pose at the end. Right. I don't know. AEW fans, listen. Uh, Suzuki. He's probably the biggest star from New Japan they've had on that show because they all thought they were going to get Omega. I mean, they were going to get Okada and all these guys. So just be happy Suzuki was on the show. That's what I think. It was a bonus. Yep. You think WWE fans are going to complain? This is, well, they wouldn't know who he is in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Who's this old guy? Yeah. Speaking of not knowing who he is, Dave Meltzer... I love this one. So the TWI 500 came out, by the way. Uh, congratulations to Kenny Omega. Again, this guy, you know, he uh, just happy to see him get a break. Um, but so 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 um, Dave Meltzer said that it is um, beyond ludicrous that Nick Gage was ranked higher than Hiroshi Tanahashi. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> well, Nick Gage higher than Tanahashi. Don't, now, hang on. Hang on. Now, don't... I don't want to speak for everyone here, but don't we basically view that risk of brain damage at this point? <laughs> I suppose. Wait, who, who Nick Gage or, or Dave Meltzer? Every single party involved. Yeah. I mean, I would melt her on this. There is no, unless it's the list of the list of people who should be institutionalized, there's no other list that this game should be on. <laughs> Bank robbers. There it is, number one. Oh, yeah, a list of, list of not particularly good bank robbers. <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't get caught, yeah. So yeah. You spelled that there, too, yeah. Be great for America's funniest home videos, though. Boy. Uh, so anyway, so we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, I don't want Nick Gage coming after me, so I got to be careful. I'm just playing, of course. Uh, good friend, good guy. Uh, never met him in my life. Uh, so, so Jericho this week, or I, I guess it was Lance Storm talking about Jericho. We talked about this earlier, Derek, but apparently Daphne, Jericho, and Lance Storm really tried to get her in WWE. In the early 2000s. And I think it would have been amazing with all the women that were around yes. back then. 
Um, and she was young enough, she could have even been a bridge to, like, the 2008 when, like, the Bellas and Maurice took over, you know? I think she could have been really good at But, um, so WWE didn't want her. Did you hear about this? No, why not? Because they didn't like that screaming thing. The, the screaming that she did? Yeah, they didn't like that she screamed. So Jericho's answer was, yeah. well, tell her not to scream. Like, she can do other I things besides scream. I was yeah. just about to say that. She didn't have to scream. Oh, right. my God. It's not It's not like she's one-dimensional and can only scream. That's crazy. Not Bill Goldberg here. I'm just <laughs> playing, Bill. <laughs> I'm just playing, Bill. I love you. That's good friends. Since we're, talking about, Sorry. since we're talking about the late, great Daphne, um, did you see TNA? They're going to have, like, a, a Memorial Monster Bowl match in her honor. Um, and I thought no, that was funny that's cool. TNA is the same company that didn't want to pay for her injuries when uh, she got hurt on their dime. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Time change, right? Pretty bad concussion, apparently. Yeah. But, and uh, she uh, she donated her brain, I guess, too, right? So, mm-hmm. that sucks. They couldn't get her. She would have yeah. been, in, especially that that two thousands, and she was already like a character too. She would have put in perfect. Yeah, imagine her with Trish, Lita, Mickey, Victoria, Gail Kim, Jazz, oh. and then like then you bring then you keep her around, and like I said, she's young enough. She could have been there for Michelle McCool and Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Yeah. She could have been that bridge. That's oh, that sucks. And you wonder if her life wouldn't have turned out differently if they did. Not that it's WWE's fault that she died, but you know, maybe yeah, things would have been different. I mean, look, um, I know people knock WWE, but working that style can help your body. I mean, look, Samoa Joe, right? They released Samoa Joe. Everybody wanted him to go to Japan. They wanted him to go to AEW. He wrestled one match back in WWE, and the man's hurt again. Like, sometimes just being there is better for your body. That's what AJ said. AJ said, you know, I came here because I was beat up. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't yeah. want to leave because he's beat up in Japan. So. It's true. It's true. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> so this is just Steve. And, again, like, we bicker all the time because I <laughs> he thinks I hate on AEW. <laughs> This was something he said during the show last week when we were on the air. I didn't even notice it. He goes, he just con- comments to me, Adam Cole was in a gang in NXT. <laughs> oh yeah, but he was the leader. I'm of getting the to game. him. I'm getting to him. <laughs> he was the leader of the gang. Like, big, big he was the leader of the gang, and there was only like two gangs in NXT. Not like 15, you know? Yeah. Exactly. You know, we we don't talk about this enough. Brady is like like Derek and Stro and I are all good at needling people in the moment. Mm-hmm. Brady's ability to troll eternal over like an extended period of time. But I'm not trolling. It, it's an art. <laughs> it really is. No, no, no. I'm just and saying. I, I, I tip my hat to you, sir. I don't have the patience to do that. But, but this is some, this is some serious, like long form. Yeah. No, I just I just think you know, it's funny that I subversion there. 
I, I've got space in his head. I remember Brady. I, I know I'm the one. On the I'm show. the one reading his messages. <laughs> but I remember he. Was, I remember he was on the. He was on the show one time, and he was talking about <laughs> Sammy Guevara, uh, Guevara, right? And he was like, "I think he's going to be yeah. a star." I love Sammy, and you was like, "I like the WWE version too." And he was like, "Who's that?" And you was like, "It's uh, oh, it's what's his name? Oh, the the guy that was having the, the great feud." Uh, Hector Guerrero. Uh, um, Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Yeah. He was like, I like the WWE version. Angel Garza. Yeah. And he I just sat him. there for a moment. Out. And I was like, that damn Brady, he's a, your trolling is like a one long paper cut in between my, my, the fingers over and over again. That's how, that's how you do these poor guys. It's like a salt bath. It's like a salt bath. Just like, just like, oh, he's getting to me. Do you think, uh, and, and this is unrelated, but since we're talking about AEW and we're doing quick hits, so Kevin Owens this week keeps alluding to, like, joining AEW. And it, I, I, I even kind of referenced it earlier that, like, it sounds like that's what he's going to do. It just, it almost seems mm-hmm. too good to be true. Like, if I'm at a job, Derek, mm-hmm. and I, I and I'm relatively on good terms with my employers, and I've never heard anything about people not liking Kevin Owens in WWE, mm-hmm. um, do you think this is something they're doing to be funny, to troll the fans? Uh, I can see that, because everything you hear about Kevin Owens, it's, how much Vince loves him and Sammy. Right, and, exactly. And look, if if I'm the Bucks or if I'm Omega and Kenny and, you know, Owens calls me and goes, hey, look, you know, Vince is afraid to lose guys to you people. I don't want to leave, but I want to get as much money as I can possibly get because Kevin Owens is getting to the end. He doesn't have too many more big yeah. money contracts left. <laughs> help me help me get more money out of the old man. I'd be like, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah buddy. Almost there. There. You know, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. stuff they do to have fun with. But um, like I said, I'm at how much is enough? And and, and I wish uh, Steve was on last record action. Like they're gonna have to start. Cut. I saw Tony Khan was like, "There's no such thing as having too many wrestlers." Well, we only have three shows, and two of them are tape shows an hour long. Yes, there is so much that you, you can have too many guys on your roster. So right, right. And, I mean, bring, you're bringing in Bray Wyatt. Right, I think that's the thing. Bray Wyatt's going to be there, and then you're going to bring in Owens too, and then who else? Who else you going to bring in? Like it's enough. We were we were talking about it earlier. AEW really is almost in the spot where they should consider their own brand split. They have enough guys. They they do, and there are it's starting to be where there were people that were regular contributors that aren't even getting on TV anymore. Yeah, like Joey Janela. Is Scorpio Sky still breathing? Like, where's poor Scorpio Sky? I thought Scorpio yeah, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky. You know, they're, they're using a little bit of impact with some of the lower card guys. Uh, Sonny Kiss. Um, uh, where the freak has Adam Page been? There's so many people who... Look, I, I, I think Meltzer said they have contracts coming up in the next year or so. They're going to lose a lot of people. Because yeah. I couldn't imagine people I think who were so. there from the beginning just wanting to collect paychecks. Right. And I think WWE, and that's kind of what happened with WCW. That was part of what allowed WWE to get that edge over time, is that, like, WCW took a lot of WWE's older guys, but WWE took a lot of the younger guys from WCW. You know, they weren't worried about getting these older guys back right away. It was a 
you know, it was it was uh, Jericho and Benoit and Guerrero and and Malenko and Saturn and, and uh, I mean there mm-hmm. were just so many uh, Regal and 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 yeah they 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 focused on the younger guys they didn't worry about and, um, the uh, the legends. I don't know if we I don't know if we talked about this, but or maybe you guys talked about it last week and I wasn't on. Did you did you see where Punk compared? Uh, Adam Cole and himself and Danielson coming into the NWO coming into WCW. He's like, I did, and we talked about that. it briefly. Yeah, I yeah. Okay. I, okay. I I'm not saying it's not impactful. I, I think it's big. Um, but that was like landscape changing. Like, yeah. I, I, really, I don't know if you were on. Like, I don't know if you were on the show, Derek, with me, but I when I said it earlier, but when Punk came in, there was nothing special with that introduction, creatively. They played his music, he came out, he did the same speech that he's always done, and he challenged the dream, the wrestler that he wanted to have the match with. That was it. There was It was so formulaic, it was almost sickening to me that, like, and I understand, like, sometimes simple is best, but don't give AEW creative credit for CM Punk coming in and doing what he always did. Yeah. Exactly. And, and what, what they did with know. Adam Cole, there was no creative there. No. They brought him he out, and out. he went with his friends, like in the biggest swerve that everybody saw coming. <laughs> I, I know you're not allowed to be critical of it, and if you're critical of AEW, people think, oh, you must only love WWE. It's, no, because WWE is just as bad. But let's right. not make it seem like everything AEW is doing, is, like you said, is, is game-changing, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, I said it, it before, it Vince... Yeah, I mean, I said it before. Vince went on... He went on the call with the, with the stockholders, and he goes, I don't consider AEW competition... Matter of fact, maybe we'll give them more wrestling in the, in the future. And the next day, he, they, they release Bray Wyatt. So that lets you know right. what he thinks about them. Right. Yeah. By the way, what was I just reading about? About the terrible direction in WWE. Oh, it was involving Benoit. It was like one of the one of their one of their staffers, like I guess that used to work in the office, did some interview, and she was talking about how like. It was the digital team. I guess they, they were, like, cataloging stuff for the network. Probably what mm-hmm. Tommy Fierro used to do, honestly. <laughs> but she was, like, she was saying how, like, she came in and they'd be like, yeah, like, you know, make sure you tag all the Chris Benoit matches so that they're labeled so that they can, you know, so that WWE or whoever can find them if they need to really easily. And then the next week it was like, you know, his matches can be on there. But don't catalog him. Don't use his name. You shouldn't be able to search for him. The next week, they're like, you know what? Forget it. And it was like they they couldn't decide from week to week what they wanted to do. They they just couldn't decide. And I remember, like, that period, too, like, around when that happened, where, like, randomly they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, the search function isn't working really good. Like, they took Chris Benoit off the network. But you can still look at Nitro and see him. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, they'd be like, that. yeah, you can search. Yeah, it was crazy. But I just I thought that was funny. Had, uh, like, 
before they had the network, they had uh, was it WWE twenty four seven? Yeah, and I remember they had they had the With show. The Legends Channel. Yeah, and they would show the same Raw and the same Nitro from the same night. And I remember one week they'd have Benoit matches, and then the next week it's gone, and they would just take them out of the whole show. And you, you know, and it was like, well, yeah. what happened? You know, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's weird how they're set up up there. It is, it is, and I still to this day don't know if he's on there or not. But it's Peacock, so you can't find anything anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It took me 10 minutes to find NXT UK the other day because NXT UK didn't work in the search. <laughs> I, um... That's the damn people that you should be able to search. Seems to me. <laughs> I, try to watch, I try to watch the 205 Lives because they have uh, Joe Gacy on there, and I like him, yeah. and I don't think they've updated... Oh, really? I, don't think they've, I don't think they've updated 205 Lives in, like, three months. <laughs> so... Really? Good luck with that. Yeah. Remember when that was such a big deal when that came out and like they were on Raw and stuff? Yeah, now it's, it's amazing. They don't even have two They don't even have two or five guys on there. It's it's big guys now. Yeah, yeah, it's just like superstars. Even though it's called Two O Five Live. Yep. Oh well. Well, I I think we should uh, look at uh, getting out of here if that's okay. Uh, Derek, did you have anything you wanted to plug on the way out? I do for the first time in forever. Um, nice. Tomorrow night, <laughs> tomorrow night, I will be on Hell in a Cell Talk Radio with uh, Chico. They never invite me anymore. They don't. No. I got invited. I got, I got invited, and it uh, <laughs> okay. should be fun. Also, I will be setting up my my man cave is almost done, so I will be joining you people on Zoom within a nice. couple of weeks. Okay. So. Hey. Cause I remember when you did the video interview with them, I was like, "Wow!" So like, it was weird to like see you and actually like to see you talking, you know, as opposed to just like a Facebook picture or something. So that's pretty cool. That one that's I was, exciting. That one I was I was at my kitchen table. Um, Tuesday, mm-hmm. my wife does her homework for school, so she that's yeah. why when she heard me say Pat Schmidt, she was at that table <laughs> listening. So. Uh, but yeah, my man is just about done, so I'll be able to oh, join cool. people. But uh, yeah, so Hell in a Cell. Uh, for those who don't know, they aren't—they are not part of the VOC Nation anymore, unfortunately. When we reached that deal with Megaphone, um, we needed exclusive shows only, so and they kind of had their own feed going for a while, so we weren't able to uh, include them when we made the jump over to uh, over to Megaphone. But uh, great guys, and uh, I'll definitely be sure to check that out. So. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Ray, you got anything? No, not really. Uh, I mean, you could definitely go check out their Telestell interview. And, I mean, I guess the only thing I say, rest in peace, Norm McDonald. That's, yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. I don't typically, yeah, like, I don't typically care about celebrity deaths because I don't know them and they don't know me, so why should I get a stick? But that one hurts. That one hurts. And then, obviously... Make sure that you get involved with all of the things that the Stroh is about to plug. Yes. All right, Stroh, what do you got, man? Thursday night, WCW Retro talking favorite wrestling promos, part two. So please call in if you got a favorite promo you like to share. And Friday night, 
Throw Zone. Midnight Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook, facebook.com slash Throw the Maestro. The feature will be It's Alive back in the day. And then uh, this Saturday I'll be doing commentary for Shockwave Wrestling at the Craven County JC Fairgrounds in New Bern, North Carolina. And for more information, go to shockwavewrestling.com. All right, Saturday night, ECWA 54th anniversary show, live from Morganville, New Jersey, New Jersey dugout, and Genesee Drive in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ecwawrestling.com. And if you can't be there live, be sure to check it out on IWTV. I'll be there calling the action for IWTV and for uh, the fans in attendance as well. So be sure to check out ECWA 54th anniversary show, headlined by Sean Carr making his return to challenge Michelle Ulala for the ECWA heavyweight title and lots more uh, additional matches available via the Facebook page for ECWA Pro Wrestling. Uh, that's going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. Kathy, Stroh, Derek, Ray, Matt, uh, all you guys are just incredible. Uh, thank you to Jim Molyneux for the last couple weeks kind of stepping in and being part of the show as well. And uh, you're welcome anytime, brother. Uh, everybody check out all the great stuff on VOCNation.com including including WCW Retro on Thursday uh, Rock and Roll Union each and every Monday and lots more as well just go to VOCNation.com or check it out on your favorite podcast provider everybody have a great week be good to each other I love you all very much take care